We're going to the gate. 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 You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Sports game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. Stay in A! brick! It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You... I... That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzaniga. I'm joined live on the spot by the one and only Jeff Solomon, agent, league commissioner, stud. How are you doing, Jeff? I am fine and fantastic this fine afternoon. Well, it's interesting. You were on the podcast before with Mike Suzik on what is now known as the most legendary episode of the relaunch, but we never got to the thing that I was trying to get to, which was Madden Franchise. And for those just tuning in, this is a franchise fractacular, uh, fucktacular. It's every every FR word um, it, that goes with franchise. It's a French franchise fucktacular fractacular fracking session and so we're going to be digging into madden franchise at all as they say in france and uh it's going to be pretty epic and i'm glad you're here now jeff you've been a commissioner in our league on and off but now you've really taken the mantle is the gr like one of the great commissioners of all time you're sort of it's like a uh bud stepped up phase. in a moment of need yeah it's but it is a bud zelig phase you know it's somebody who really loves the game <laughs> and respects the game um, you know, but isn't uh, too volatile. Um, but you, you've you commissioned before, haven't you? Yeah, my first turn in the fourth string commissioner role was while I was still in college. Uh, and I think everyone who stepped up to be commissioner at that time got sick of the, the weird drama we always had eventually and stepped down. Um, and I was not immune Man. to that, and I did eventually step down. But, yeah, uh, I can't wait to talk about that because it's a it's a really interesting position in a Madden league. But you know what? Let's start off with the Patreon Power Hour. If you have any money at all in your account, send some of it to me, patreon.com slash sportsanomaly. It fuels my interest in doing this podcast. We haven't had a new Patreon subscriber in maybe a day, um, but, you know, we'll find out if uh, we get another person. But just give $5. You can even just give it once. It'll be fun. It'll be a, it'll be a fucking thrill. Uh, I'm going to go profane this episode, clearly, and that's just how it's going to be. All right, Jeff, let's start you off with an interview. Let's do Pokemon Battles But Sports. Pick three athletes from three different sports to represent you in a Pokemon battle. Okay. Do I need to, like, define their, like, ground You can do whatever you or... want. All right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> are, are you, do you play Pokemon Go? No. Okay. But I'm I familiar do. enough and I'm cool. with it. Uh, okay. I, at one point in my life, I could definitely name 151 Pokemon in a row. Not wow. anymore, but definitely could have. Um, okay. I want to start off with Mario Lemieux. Great. Uh, I would say he's a ground type, or you know, probably more uh, a frozen type. Yeah. And uh, what I really respect about him is that my memories of him are probably not the same as, as someone even five years older than me because all of my memories of Mario, Le Mario Lemieux are when he returned, he unretired, and he still dominated. Right. And I was like, who is this old fart who's scoring all these goals? Yeah, he, yeah, he was an old fart, and he was pretty incredible. Uh, okay, who else you got? Uh, let's go with someone a little, with a little more youth, and we'll say uh, Mike Trout, the five-tool player in the center field for the Angels. Uh, he can be a flying type because he's all over the place, and uh, we'll just—I would say he's like a like a not. A, he's got to be a legendary bird, but I can't name any of them. Uh, so like a Moltres. Oh boy! If you yeah sure. If you say if, I was gonna say like, like a or something. Zapdos. There you go. That's not a legendary. That's a standard. But he's yeah. No, no, he's, that's a. I mean, it's legendary as I understand it. Zapdos was like. One of the standard electric birds. Okay. Well, not um, anymore. Now it's an evolution. It's a big, I don't know. Okay, who's sure. your third? Um, it's got to be a Pokemon, huh? Let's go no. with... It has to be a pro athlete or a college. It could be any athlete. Any athlete. Okay. Um, let's go with Shaq. 
And Shaquille O'Neal is a great pick. He'll be a uh, karate type. <laughs> the the hack really as his first attack. I love it. Okay, moving on. And this uh, this uh, this part of the show came from the episode you were on. Um, name the Pez dispenser you would like of your sports video gaming hero. So you could have a Pez dispenser, but it's your sports video gaming hero. Go. Okay, so I want Patrick Sertain. And he doesn't he doesn't uh, give out Pez. He actually sucks them up because he was an interception machine in NFL 2K5. That's amazing that you've deep-cutted with Patrick Sertain. Not bad. Okay, I'll take it. And then uh, finally, sports meets Star Wars. I'm going to name a sports uh, a figure from the Star Wars universe. You have to tell me what position and what sport they would play. And weirdly, you get Luke Skywalker. First time he's popped up on this. What position does he play in what sport? Uh, Luke would be a utility infielder. Like, you'd move him <laughs> around. He wouldn't, like, excel at any one position enough to, like, beat out the starter. But anytime somebody had a day off, he would he would sub in. I feel like you're talking about Harry Potter, but you've applied him to Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi was like just dominating, right? But you're Luke saying Luke never more of a had Gordon. like formal education. You know what I mean? Like he was the best that there was because there was no one else. He was not. He was not the chosen one. He was like the guy who showed up, and everyone was like, "Cool, we found one." I can't believe it. I can't believe you're putting Luke into the basically just the worst position ever. Uh, all right, moving on to love and hate. This section of the show is now brought to you by Fats Ducati, a young gentleman or a young lady. Who knows? If Fats Ducati is a, a name for all genders. Could be a motorcycle. Um, could be a motorcycle. But uh, this person put $300 down uh, to, to, the, to the Patreon just like it was nothing. Um, and then changed it to like a dollar, and then changed it back to 300. But then we had to figure out like how it could be 300, but I wouldn't get 300 every month, which I was, you know, I felt bad about writing Fats Ducati after uh, the, the month, because I was like, oh, hey, you don't want to give me $300 again. But secretly I was like, prove me wrong. Fats did not. Okay, so this is Love and Hate, brought to you by Fats Ducati. Uh, let's start with you, Jeff. You've done this segment before. You know how this works. What's your love of the week? My love this week is Commissioner Controls being added to Madden 21's roadmap. Uh, they, they announced a lot of things with no dates attached as far as when updates to Franchise Mode are coming. They you know, put those announcements out there basically because everyone was screaming how much they were upset that no changes were actually made which rightfully so um but the one that stuck out to me more than anything was the fact that being a commissioner and i'm sure we'll dive into this a lot more but being a commissioner these days you don't really have that many options as far as what you can actually do in the game it's all really outside of the game as far as like organizing and sending invitations to people uh but they announced commissioner controls coming to the game very least adds the ability to undo transactions uh you approve trades and you can reset a game if it disconnects which i'm really interested that's, in that that's one huge this, yeah if you can yeah. like set up the score and time remaining and possessions and all that you can basically continue a disconnected game yeah it's that stuff is yeah we'll definitely get into it but that stuff is massive and it's just extraordinary that it hasn't that it's come to this, that it basically took an internet-wide revolt for people to have access to, it's like you say, the commissioning is very external, not internal. Like you're outside the bubble um, getting coronavirus, not uh, in the bubble where you're able to defend the league from it. So yeah, I'm totally with you. Uh, my love of the week, I love five overtime games, uh, especially those between the Lightning and the Blue Jackets. Yeah, it was crazy. I turned it on uh, just to, to, I was like, oh, it's triple overtime. Crap, I want to watch 10 minutes of this. So I watched that and then I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to figure it out tomorrow. I'll go to bed and not keep watching hockey. And they uh, went on and on and on. I mean, pretty crazy. I hated the final goal because I feel like the Blue Jackets, uh, like they needed that win, so that's kind of depressing. But I think every hockey game should be five overtimes long. That's the new addition to NHL 21, if you ask me. Everything's five overtimes. And, you know, if somebody's winning 19 to nothing, so be it. You have to you have to play five more, five more uh, periods. That's just the rule okay what's your hate this week 
My hate this week goes to Mr. Minka Fitzpatrick. He gave a interview in, I believe it was Bleacher Report this week about what happened and why he uh, demanded a trade out of the Dolphins. And it was basically, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, if you just read it at face value, it seems like the Dolphins were misusing him and he had a disagreement with the coach. But if you actually take a step back and read it, he basically refused to do anything the coach said, even like walk to a different section of the practice field, which I'm amazed he wasn't suspended by the team for conduct detrimental. And after two games of playing out of position, demanded a trade and now spends all his time complaining about what happened. And it seems like he's rewriting history a little bit, in my opinion. Obviously, I wasn't there. But you have a first-year coach in Brian Flores. He says he wants to move him around the field. He plays in one game. And it's like, okay, that didn't work. You don't think maybe they'll try more things after that? No, he demands a trade immediately. Steve, that's awesome. How long has this guy been in the league? Two years. Awesome. Yeah, that's the kind of guy you want. Sounds like a real team player. Um, all right, I'm going to my hate. Paris, Saint Paris Saint-Germain, PSG as is known. Paris Saint Saint-Germain is down a goal to it Atlanta in the Champions League as we record, which is totally insane. There's no Mbappe to save the day. Totally freaking out. The the one chance they had to really make a, a run at this, and the wheels are falling off. In fact, all the leaders, like it just seems like the, the NHL tournament, all the leaders crumbled. Like the Blues, my team, lost all their games. The, like no, the Bruins ended up finishing fourth out of four teams. It's the madness, and now PSG is going to fall victim to it. It's... Uh, I don't love it. In fact, I hate it. All right, moving on to... Breaking news! Brought to you by Perfect Tommy, another Patreon supporter of the show who we know and love. I, I want to get into a few different quick hits. Um... 2K Sports officially secured the NFLPA license. That's a that's nice. That's for their future non-sim games. Um, Madden uh, revealed the superstar X Factor players for Madden 21. You should go into that and like scan it. We're going to be talking about it at length in a minute. Um, the first trailer of current gen NBA 2K21 is coming out in now I think two weeks. That's not news yet, um, but uh, it's important. And most importantly, like UFC stuff is starting to pour out. If you care about that game, get into that. But I, because it's the time, I wanted to do a quick UFC 4 soundtrack battle. So I'm going to list four, uh, the, like four at a time, and you have to pick a winner from that group, Jeff. And then Easy. I'll do one, and we go back and forth, and then we decide. Okay, your four ASAP Ferg, Avellino, Bia, or Cartel Madras? Cartel Madras, not even close. All right. And do you know all those I, bands? I don't know any of Musicians? I have never heard of any of them. All right. I get the Odd Couple, Dax, Denzel Curry at, at times, Kenny Beats, and DJ Shadow. I've actually heard of DJ Shadow, but I'm taking the Odd Couple. That sounds right to me. Uh, all right. Good you pick. get Eminem, Fabulous, Glass Animals, Goon de Garçon. Uh, glass Animals. Glass Animal's great. And again, you have to mention if you've ever heard of him just for my own I mean, I've heard of Eminem, but he's not getting the win here. Yeah, he's not getting the win. Not over these guys. I would have taken Gunnar Gosselin because I'm all about that PSG love. Uh, okay, now there's Had Been Dope, J. Cole, Javon, Labyrinth. I'm going with Labyrinth. Labyrinth seems cool because there's no Y. It's Lab and Rinth. Okay, your turn. Machine Gun Kelly, NF, Phantogram, Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels. I'll take the first run the jewels. Taking the first run the jewels. Great call there. Okay, I get Stormzy, Terrell Hines, they with a period at the end, whale with no H. I'm taking Stormzy because I actually know Stormzy, and he's just totally rad. He's an amazing uh, British rapper. Okay, your turn. Whip Cream, Wiz Khalifa, Yizzy, Yo Gotti, and you get an extra one, Young T and Bugsy. Can you say, say it again? Whipped cream. Whipped cream. That, I, I knew I wanted the first one, but I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, now it is the second round. Cartel Madras versus Da Odd Couple. Oh, it's my turn. It's Da Odd Couple going on. You know that. All right, moving on. Glass Animals versus Labyrinth. Hmm. That's you. Man, it is tough. I'm glad you took a moment to really 
think about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with glass animals, but it was close. It is tough. Okay, I'm, getting, I'm between Run the Jewels and Stormzy. I'm taking Stormzy. And then Whipped Cream gets a second round by. Very deserved. rare in these competitions. Uh, but, yeah, definitely deserved. Okay, now it's your turn. It's Da Odd Couple versus Glass Animals. Da Odd Couple is going to pull this one out. Man, no question. The odd couple is on fire. Uh, Run the jewels versus labyrinth. I'm gonna go with. Wait, is that true? No, it's Stormzy versus whipped cream, isn't it? I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> Stormzy versus whipped cream. Hey, I love Stormzy. I mad respect, but nobody's taking down whipped cream as far as I'm concerned. And well, let's find out. It's the odd couple versus whipped cream. Whipped cream. Just so you know. Hold on, before you say it, I want to give you a little more intel because this might change your oh. mind. The odd couple song is Ultimate Force featuring the real DMT. Uh oh, Diamond Tip Tip uh, versus Whipped Cream, which is Told Ya featuring Little Zan. I'm going to stay with Whipped Cream. Also, I, I feel like Me I have memories of Told Little ya. Zan, but I might be making that up. Either way, Whipped Cream, Whipped Cream, Whipped Cream. Whipped Cream, everyone. The UFC Force soundtrack champion. Huge. Uh, super important, and I'm glad we went over that. Okay, moving on. I feel like we've talked enough about news. Nobody cares about the news except uh, everyone because of perfect timing. Now, it's time for the franchise dollar foot long, our feature of the week. <laughs> we're only 18 minutes in this podcast Is that or all? less. And yeah, and we're already onto the feature. Usually we get to the feature at like the hour and 22 minute mark and we have to figure it out. So uh, here's what I want to talk about. You've, you've done a great job of assembling a cogent uh, league. And what I want people to do is when they hear this, I want them to think about how they can run a better Madden league. So I just wonder if you can talk about, are there any like overarching tips that you think about right away that you're just like, yeah, do this, don't do this, you know, give us three positives and three negatives. Sure. I mean, the first thing worth mentioning, at least in this go around, is that I was not the commissioner when we started. So I was picking up the pieces uh, as they laid when we started. And unfortunately, I made some blunders along the way. I'm not infallible. Uh, we had some mistakes with the salary cap, and we tried to make you know adjustments from that. And some of that was just because we were locked out uh, as our starting commissioner was out of action for a while, and we didn't know what to do about it. Uh, but if you're starting fresh, the best advice I feel that I've learned is to collect everyone's information so you have access uh, not just to uh, talk to them through whatever chat system you create. In our case, we use Discord. Um, but I have everyone's email addresses in case they go missing, perhaps. Um, I have their favorite teams in case something happens where we need to do a team switch. Um, I also, and I don't share this with anyone, but I have like an enemies list. If someone's like, I specifically <laughs> do not want to be in a division with this other person, I have a note that says like, hey, Todd Zaniga absolutely hates his family, does not want to be anywhere near any family right. members who are in the league. Um, Dad, yeah. Shout out to other Adrian. Uh, but um, Adrian Jr. Adrian Jr., excuse me. Is he named after you? No, he's, uh, but he is my nephew, and he's, I think, three years younger than me. So that's how awesome our family is. Yeah. I'm the last of eight, so there's a, <laughs> there a huge range. Wow. There's nothing super creepy about that. Yeah, I'm going to not dwell on that for too long. But uh, I think if having that information available is really helpful because a lot of times people will um, – Either turn off notifications for Discord, maybe, which I can't. I can't control if you do. Uh, and then if they are still participating or they're just hard to get a, a hold of, you know, some people I have phone numbers for. Everyone I have an email for. Um, it's also a good test because our league specifically, we try and keep out people that we think are going to end up being dickheads. Um, that and this happened very recently. Someone, when asked for this information, filled out uh, my sign up form and basically said, "Fuck you, you don't need it." as their name and email address. And I was like, okay, I suspect this person might be a dickhead. Uh, so yeah. maybe we don't let them in. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, like, because we've tried to have, we, we have in fact had, I think, like a 31 and 32 team leagues. Like, we've been so close to full leagues that were fully operational, which is an extraordinary thing, to the point where we had to have a second league that because we had so many people, and that was at the height of sort of right. the sports the anomaly. the towels and the scarves. Rage. Yeah, the towels and the scarves. So that was a really interesting thing. 
because we just had so many. But I mean, I know that you've been looking for people lately. And so if you are starting a league and you've got your like six friends that you have, I mean, what have you found about going outside the bubble um, to find people? It's it's challenging, right? It's incredibly rough uh, out there if you're just out out there hunting for people that you don't know. Um, My first tactic was just to play random matches and if someone played like a cool dude which is what we're looking for people who you know punt on fourth down don't run the same play over and over again don't spam one player over and over again um don't take advantage of bugs that you know about in the game that that kind of player then i would just send him a message after we were done playing and one or two of our our leaguers now came that way um i can specifically remember at least our current rams owner uh, was playing me randomly and chose the Ravens, and I don't think he ran with Lamar Jackson once. Which, like, usually when you randomly match up with someone against the Ravens, you go, "Oh, shrug, this guy's gonna yeah. just be a dick about it the whole time." Um, right. So I sent him a message afterwards, and he ended up being—he's been one of our coolest guys. Um, then on Facebook, which is something new I discovered like two months ago, that there are these groups of people with thousands and thousands of members in Facebook groups. And a lot of times people post, and they're like, hey, I'm looking for a league, which would be cool. But for whatever reason, um, I would say 10 to 15 people that I've given invitations to from Facebook, I think 10 of them have just disappeared, either never joining in the actual league, like coming to join the Discord, saying hi to everyone, being like, oh, I'm stoked. This is exactly what I'm looking for. And then... I post the schedule for the next week, and I tag them in it, and they're no longer in the Discord. And it's like, wait, where'd they go? Uh, for whatever reason, that's, everyone from Facebook is doing that. That's hilarious. Like To me, uh, I find it fascinating, because this is what I don't like about Madden and the, the franchise mode. And we, we can talk about the improvements in, in just a second and like what they're aiming to do. But one of my big frustrations is that you can't, you can't sort of put a checklist up as a, it's like you should be able to go in before, if you wanna play in a franchise and you should be able to click on like, uh, I, like I punt on fourth down, mm-hmm. I do this, I do that. You know, there's sort of like- A guideline. A, a umbrella, yeah, exactly, a guideline, which is like free for all, or I play sim, or- Kind of like and when then the also Xbox like, had those like clubs and it was like underground and all that. I guess so. I don't remember what you're talking about, but I definitely want to encourage <laughs> that to be true. Was, I, and I, I can't remember if it I was like 360 it. or Xbox One, but when they launched, they had this thing where you, when you made your gamer tag, you would assign it a group and it was like, uh-huh. I'm an action player. I'm an underground. I remember underground specifically being one of them, but I don't remember which one I was in. That's, it was basically that's like, hilarious. am I a dickhead or, or not? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the biggest problem, though, is no matter what you do, you still need to go outside the game. Like, you cannot commission commissioner, and you cannot – like, otherwise, how would I know to play the Texans? Would I just go on and invite him to a game, like, whenever that's, I felt like playing? That's a great point. Yeah, there's that, no communication tools. Yeah. There's no, like, website, chat rooms, or anything. You would have to just exchange Xbox messages back and forth, I guess, or PlayStation, if you play on PlayStation. We play on right. Xbox. Um, right. Because there is no tool to organize at at all. How wild is that? Like, I mean, it's just like when you really think about like we got Mike Young of Madden to play in our league. But it, it does sort of strike you or strike me that like the actual tools to do this, it kind of shows that it's not important to them. It's like when you look at politics and like people are waking up to what the government or, you know, society has just not been doing for a long time. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like that's sort of what happened with this Madden, the fix the franchise thing was the, the whole internet of sports video games was like, this is crazy. Um, so it's like, yeah, it, it, it's like these I don't know. It's just interesting to sort of see how Madden has treated us and not actually tried to advance it. And now they're like desperately like, oh, oh, oh you guys care? <laughs> it's like they have all the stats and numbers of this. And a lot of people, their numbers probably say a lot of people don't play through a full franchise, uh, like an online franchise. And you and we know why that is, because it's nearly impossible to maintain um, a group. And we have like, God, how many 
10 years of Madden. So like 40 accurate. seasons. It was 2010 was the first year that they had online franchise. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. Like, so the commissioner tools, the priority ranking that they listed, number one was ability to do un undo transactions. Why is that important to you as a commissioner? So we've, and myself deeply involved, I, I should say, so like some things are kind of strong armed by me, but I always try and like make everyone f have a voice. Um, we have rules. We have outside the game rules. Uh, some of the things we've done to try and create a competitive balance uh, is something like the free agent draft, where at the after our free agency period is over in the offseason and we get to week one of the preseason, there's still a lot of talent there. And the game has no system to continue bidding on people. It's just claim them. If you have the cap room, here's their contract. You sign them for one year. So what we do is we have another draft based on team overalls uh, where we try and give bad teams better players again. So something like that and someone in game, let's say, signs a player who's been drafted by another team, there's actually nothing that can be done as far as undoing that if the other owner is just going to be a dick about it or... Uh, even if we have a computer team and the computer team picks someone that's been drafted, for example, there's no way to undo a transaction unless you have ownership of that team. So this is a very useful tool in that way because this is a situation that absolutely happened to us where someone drafted a player or someone took a player that was available to draft and then there was no way to undo it. Yeah, it's weird. Ability to improve trades, that's the second biggie. How uh, I love this one, personally, because I think this is another thing. Like, just if you've got a douche, like, well, let me say this. that When we started this league, again, we probably started in 2010 uh, with Madden 10, and we have done this for until uh, now. We took a year off, and each cycle, each game, we probably played three to four years or three three to four seasons um i would say like the fourth season was always a bit of a uh you know tack on this year it feels like actually our fourth season is our best season um well, we're because i think the pandemic three well there we, you go we only planned See, for I think, one season and so that everyone's like ah, well, right. why are we stopping and i was like i don't know because i didn't i didn't yeah. come up with this <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, okay. Right. So early on, you used to have trades that would happen and then we would have like a quorum or a three team, whatever group that decided and people had to have them approved, but it was all done on email and people would get pissed off and it was a total mess. By the way, Killian Mbappe is on the field. I'm not watching because I'm doing this with you, but I'm, uh, I'm very excited that he's not as injured as I thought he was. I really pay close attention to that. So but the ability to approve trades is great. Like we had a total league meltdown around a guy trading Ray Rice for basically nothing. And he was just adamant that this was okay. And we were all just like, I mean, people took sides, but it was, I think it was like a 85, 15 I, split. I also don't at, know how much of it was from just how old I was at the time, but we were so dramatic constantly. Yeah. Really. Just very constantly dramatic. at each other's throats I, over the smallest... Yeah slights uh and we yeah the trade the trading angle of that was definitely part of it especially having like a, a group of five people to approve of trades and like a lot of right. times they kind of shrugged the shoulders and didn't care and other times they would say absolutely not and you're like well why do you care about this one and you know not that ray rice got traded right well i think it's interesting because it's i think the league from my perspective is i like to pay as little attention as possible and still have a competitive team and still be involved in all the trades. I am, you know this, I am one of the hardest people to trade with because I always feel like I'm going to get fucked over because I'm never quite sure. I don't pay close enough attention. But when I, my big thing is after I play a full season of the game, then I know exactly what I need. I know what I'm lacking. I know what, mm -hmm. like, then I'm, I can be very micro. I can be like, okay. Um, I just need this and this, and then I, that can get me over the top. I've totally rebuilt my defense over the course of an offseason uh, with that strategy and that, that thought because I'm like, okay, I give up 400 rushing yards a game. Um, but I think that was part of it is like people who were paying attention less would just be like, what the fuck? I didn't know I could get that guy, and then it would. Yeah, it I mean, I have, I have direct quotes. We have a room in our Discord that's like 
sharing history and I've put old emails oh, yeah. in there that are like, why'd you trade him to that guy? I would have given you a second round pick instead of a third round pick. And the answer, of course, is, well, you didn't make that offer. So he did. You right. didn't. It's hilarious. Uh, third thing is ability to reset a game in case of a disconnect. I'll just speak to this again. I mean, that's massive, right? Uh, like, oh, that's so huge. huge. And I would say more recently than most of the year. Most of the year, I feel like we didn't have any problems with disconnects. And suddenly in the last two months, it's been like a hotbed issue. But historically, going back to the 360 days, disconnects were rampant. It was constant. And we had rules about you know when to restart the game versus to recreate the score. And one of, one of the stories I tell about our league to friends who weren't in it uh, was about, and I won't name names, on mic, but I'll tell you after, Todd. Do it. Uh, I was threatened by someone in our league because we had a disconnect in the first quarter, and I said, let's restart the game. And he was said, absolutely not. I want my touchdown back. And uh, <laughs> I had like asked him career advice a couple weeks earlier because I was in college and right. studying the field that he was in. And he was like, aren't you the, the fucking dweeb who asked for my help? I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to make sure you never work again. And I was like, Jesus, oh man. Oh, my God. I'm 20. That's... What is your deal? <laughs> when also you probably would have been like, okay, just have your touchdown. I always hated that in our because I think our rule now is basically restart. But I think if people – if I was up 21 nothing at the half, I think I would just be like, uh, no. Let's, well, our, our rule now reset. is less codified, and basically someone will come right. to me, the commissioner, and I'll give them options based on where they were in the game. So if they're past halftime, I'll say right. recreate the score to halftime, and then you can either start right as soon as you finish recreating the score or kneel the ball with each other until you get to halftime. But honestly, every game is different, and I, I – I judge it based on the game and say, you know, you you uh, eventually you can do what you want to do. Like I'm not going to enforce it. It's really up to whoever's winning at that point what they want to yeah. do. And uh, most I will say to the credit of our league where we try and collect people who are not dickheads, most of the time they just start over. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th I think nowadays I would start over cuz I have uh, a chance to win and the old days I was like a, a consummate 6 and 10 team. Um, what do you think about, I mean, Discord seems to have worked just magic wonders for us. We did email forever, mm -hmm. and people would wake up to like 233 email threads. And I remember some mornings where I'd be like, oh, I'm actually going to read this. And I would just read, and I would just, it would be hilarious. Essays. With a lot of personality. Like Mark but it was Twain. essays. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. It was more Dickens. Like, it was serialized novels just going on. But uh, is Discord... Just, I mean, would you sort of say that's the way to go? I don't think Discord is perfect. I've definitely run into situations where I have to create things outside of Discord. Uh, like we use Google Tools, Google Forms, and, and stuff for me to stay organized. Uh, but I think as far as having a room full of people able to talk at the same time, Discord, Discord's pretty good at it, um, especially when you can create new rooms for new topics. So like we just started a fantasy football league and I wrote in general chat, like, hey, if anyone's interested in fantasy football, here's a room. Come in it and say, I want to play, and we'll make that happen. Um, the roles system is also super helpful. So um, one of the things about Discord is, you can, I mean, it's an app. So like any app, if it starts to annoy you, you just turn off notifications, and then we never get the ability to communicate with people again because they don't know we're trying to communicate right. with them. So something I yeah. did in the middle of season two and – I'm hoping enough people didn't just turn off notifications by the time I figured this out, was I made two roles. One was for active players and one was for inactive players. So some people told me they were going to come back for Madden 21, but we're not currently playing. I put them on the inactive list. And so anytime I want to talk to everyone at once, like when I say, hey, we've advanced to the next week, go play your game, uh, I will... Well, it's in Discord, you type literally the, the at sign to... Right. So I at active players. Um, so anyone who's on the inactive list won't get a notification. At least that's how I think it works. Hopefully that's how it's been working. Right. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, Cat Bailey, I've maybe been annoying the hell that. out of her for the last year, and I have no right. idea. Um, but I think things like that are really helpful, uh, especially when like you want to lurk. Like I know some people like aren't in the league right now, yeah. but they like to lurk. They like to read. Um, they've told me, like, please don't kick me out of the Discord, even though I'm not playing. I, I like reading what's going on with all my old friends. Um, so I think Discord is really good for things like assigning roles, assigning rooms, 
Um, there's even ways to make rooms that are only available to certain roles. So if we had a system like we used to, where there was like a, a league of five uh, kings to rule it all, there could be a chat room that was only available if you had the role of king. Or I, I can't remember what we used to call right. it. What we used to call it? It was like... Um, Diamond tip dick? No, it was, no uh, I have no idea. It was something really dumb sounding that we all agreed was perfect. <laughs> it's like the I don't I don't remember that. Oh, uh, everyone who was in our old league is gonna be screaming it right now, and for whatever reason I can't remember. I have no memory. Like so the high and mighty really nice or something me. like that. The vanguard troop. Or, I can't remember. I I have no recollection of this, but I'm not sad about it for no reason. Um. Here's another thing that I think we should talk about is team selection, because mm-hmm. I think that's always a hot... There, there's two big things that I believe in when you start a league, um, and I think this goes to taste, but I always believe that you should simulate the first season and start with a draft. Um, I know a lot of people are like, well, I, I want to play this yeah. year, because that's sort of... That, like I mean, that was probably the do. biggest controversy we had in the discussion of league rules in the last three months, because I also was pushing for us to sim the first season. Uh, Cause I find it infinitely more interesting to have fictional players in our league. And like, right. I get really attached to them too. So especially for someone like just in our own man 20 league, like the first draft, the dolphins got a franchise quarterback. Imagine how long they would have been playing with Josh Rosen if they didn't have that first right. draft. And we only played three seasons. So if they had to play one, right. that's only two seasons they got to play with their franchise quarterback. That's that's a lot less fun to me. Um, yeah. And especially with Madden ratings, what they are, like basically anyone who one day in real life will be a superstar but was drafted in the fifth round is inconsequential uh, to a franchise mode if you start right away. So in real life, one of the players I'm most excited about is Curtis Weaver. And he was a fifth-round draft pick on the Dolphins. He's a defensive end. He set, uh, like, all these records at Boise State uh, for sacks. He's compared to J.J. Watt. No one knows how he slipped to the fifth round. Whatever. But he's going to be rated 61 overall, I'm sure, when Madden 21 launches. And it'll be, you know, a year and a half before anyone realizes he's good. Um, and so I won't get to enjoy him. But if we sim to a draft, let's say, and I found uh, a gold tier, you know, ex- I forget what they call the star experience player in the right. fifth round, that's infinitely more exciting to me, even if he's not a real guy. And in fact, in the current franchise we have, where I just I took over the Broncos, uh, they had a bunch of draft picks. I found a right tackle in the fifth round who fit that. He had like X factor um, growth, and after one season, I took him from like a fifty-five to a seventy-five, and he became a starter, and it was great. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, our earlier leagues, especially, and they were founded on the idea of the fictional superstar. So we had Asp the Savage, like the heirs, Justice, the Savage. Yeah, uh, that's where um, I, I ended up getting a quarterback named Max Hendricks, and I had this whole story about how he was a sex addict and an alcoholic, and he basically just show up for games just smelling of sex and alcohol, and you know, and he would do his best, um, and it was just like a fun, dumb way to sort of engage the league. And you know, when you first start talking about these players, the first couple emails or whatever, I think people just go, yeah, whatever. But then after a while, they just go, okay. Like, this is hilarious. Like, it's the Lucius Dufree. I had the running back mm-hmm. Lucius Dufree. We had was Twitter such accounts a, a legend. for, for yeah. fictional players. And that's one thing I would say to people who are thinking about a league. Like, you can have in, in any league you want. Um, we've got it now. We, we relaunched the league, and the idea was we were just going to we're just going to do one season of a reunion of all the studs that had played throughout the years. Um, and not studs, like cool, nice people, actually. And we were just going to try to get everybody back together for one season. And the way we did that was to say, okay, it's just one game a week. We're not going to advance when everybody's done. We're not going to try to get two games a week, whatever. So we just did that. And it ended up, you know, evolving after we, I think we held pretty tight to yeah, that. Yeah, we did the one, and then one w- game a week for the first two seasons. And then. When we figured out there would be a third, I said, well, the only way that we'll finish in time for the Madden 21 launch is if we increase the rate of play back to two games a week, right. which is what we used to do in the old days. And now we're back to two games yeah. a week, I think, going into 21, uh, unless I made right. a mistake. I think that's what we're I doing. I think so. 
I feel like the pandemic has definitely helped just give yeah. people the freedom to be like, I, yeah. Well, I mean, we've me also something. lost people like, because I've, of it. I mean, you brought up Mike before, and he's not yeah. joining us again for 21, and a lot of it has to do with the pace of play, um, right. which sucks. But for yeah. everyone else, it's, it's more weird because, yeah, I think, I, and just in terms of that, like, I think two games a week is probably the max you want to do because I think you don't want to alienate people. I, I would love if there was a five day week. <laughs> you know, because I think every five days if you advance, but also that like trigger so, in your brain is confusing. I did the math on a five day week and we would get through th- three seasons. The reason I'm sticking to my guns on two games a week is I think every week should have at least one day of the weekend in it. So when we advance right. on Saturday nights, the next week has a Sunday. And when we advance on that Wednesday, then we don't finish the next week until Saturday night. So everyone gets a chance to at right. least plan around the weekend a little bit. Yeah, the, um, what I'd really like that's, to that's, see as we're talking about franchise improvements is like, don't be so stingy about freaking weeks. You know, like if someone's right. able to plan their week 16 game, who cares what order you play in? We're not selling tickets, you know, like we don't yeah. have to schedule logistically in the way that a real world team does. And uh, that goes to like moving teams. You know, you want a team in Australia. Who cares? They don't really have to get on a plane. They're not going to be jet <laughs> yeah. lagged. Like it's not. Imp- it's a video game. Um, there's yeah. lots of things they can do, where we could be making it so much more convenient for our players. And our players nowadays are mostly adults. Whereas when we started, I yeah. think we had a lot people my age when I was 19 right. and I joined the league. Like now, people got kids. Like Susie can't play because he's got kids and a family right. and all that. It's like that's realistic. You know, you're not, you right. can't keep people in a, a little hermetically sealed bubble where they just never have things to do in the real world. So I would love to see those kinds of franchise improvements where they take into account the fact that people need more flexibility in scheduling. Yeah, I mean, I would say that every single time I was I was on tour for Literary Deathmatch and every single time I got off tour and I had like four days to just lay around and be a total lazy turd, that would be my bye week every time it's like the bye week would chase me right who and, needs a and digital like bye week and, exactly yeah and like the idea of what you're saying that if i could jump in and i play my week you know you have to play the week weeks in order that's fine i mean i guess with injuries that would be the rationale that's fine but once i play that week one opponent and maybe i've got a trip on the next you know tuesday and i'm just like well my week two opponent is ready and he's played his week one game mm-hmm. but just being able to play through all 16 games like sure like I might be 12 and four and that gives, you know what you're chasing or whatever, but I'm only been 12 and four once and it's the season. So I'm not going to get too <laughs> cocky about that. But, uh, but yeah, that stuff's really interesting. I mean, the right now, what they're talking about with the franchise improvements, um, we talked about the commissioner tools, but they're talking about AI personnel management. Fine. Um, the X factor, superstar ability, customization. I'm, I'm good with that. I guess you can just customize your roster to do I that d- I so, did I mean um, it is a pretty generic sounding list if you're not really familiar yeah. with the ins and outs it's like oh the Super Bowl has better presentation it's like right well yeah, yeah. that may not seem like much but the Super Bowl presentation has been terrible so that's actually right. kind of a big deal because you want the game to feel special or the yeah. career stats UI right now career stats don't show even what team a player played for if it's not oh, your wow. team. So, yeah, like... Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. In our league, I have... Uh, uh, I can't say his name. Ngaku, in, uh from the Jaguars, the defensive end. Yannick. Uh, yeah, him. Ngaku. Yannick, yeah. Um, he used to play for the Jaguars, and he had a great career. And none of that is in his player card if you click on him. It just shows the year and what his stats were. That is so weird. I didn't even know that. That's... that. Yeah. That's nuts. Uh, retirement um, UI is another one where you see, oh yeah, especially maybe not just retirement, but also like progression. Um, one of the big, big problems with age-based progression in Madden right now is the way it affects quarterbacks. Where a guy like Aaron Rodgers is playing just as well as he w- as he is now, as he was at 25, but he's 36, and it's like anyone who's over the age of 34 basically goes down in skill every year until they're useless. It's like, I don't right. think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a problem at 38 any more than he did at 36. Drew Brees is playing till he's going to drop dead, and he's like the best quarterback in the league. Tom Brady has yeah, vowed yeah. to play till he's 44, but he could retire in the first season 
it, like we don't know because of the logic of the in-game retirement system. Right. Yeah. I'm. I also. I don't think I have it now where you can talk a guy out of retirement. Right. But you used can to. Can you do that stuff? You used to. Yeah. You used to you be, be able to, to give him a big fat Which made check. a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. And now it's just. Yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind. Like I think retirement is interesting. Like if I agree. Uh, here's here's my big thing. I would love for there to be more of an assault on super teams. Um, I would love for there to be like a star player just retires because he's going to bury Sanders in mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson Jr. Um, but you know, I, like that's a weird logic to put in. I, I you know, but the the fact of the matter is the play or the salary cap. We I guess we blew through that, so I don't know if that would have worked better. But we'll find out well, soon. Well, the other thing Madden about retirement 21. is you don't know anymore unless you go to the transactions page during the one correct week where they retired. Amazing. So you literally That's just hilarious. like, where? what happened to my kicker? It's like, oh, he retired. Nobody told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, the playoffs update that they've talked about, that's to add an authentic playoff bracket screen to see who's in. Well, that, one, that would be really next. appreciated because talking about third-party so tools, we rely entirely God. on um, Gamer Huddle now, which shows a playoff thing that says, like, clinched and all that, and it doesn't show it in-game. It just You know what? Oh, I just, like, lost my sentence because of how dumb this is. In-game, it uses the ESPN system of like a Z or a Y or an X to indicate right. what position a team is in if they've clinched something. But nowhere in the game does it define what a Z, a Y, or an X is. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. That's one of the funniest things because I actually just look for that. So we just had a situation where I was uh, eleven and f- or I was 10 and 4. Mm-hmm. I just gotten robbed by a I, – I made a game-saving interception – that took me yep. into across the goal line, and then I was safetyed. And then, I, of course, I had to kick the ball back to these fuckers. That I was down one. You were down then, one because of the safety, and then gave the other team the ball back after the two-minute warning because of the safety. Oh my god! And then I got the ball back and was like marching and might have had a shot at a field goal, but I didn't know how to spike the ball. I forgot how to do that. Why isn't that stuff just on the screen in like under two-minute drill mm-hmm. situations? Just keep it it's in like the there's corner. little small things. Yeah. Yeah, just Makes keep sense. it there. So I'm like, oh right. Instead, I tried to throw a, <laughs> I tried to throw a shitty pass and ended up throwing a, a ball that a guy caught while falling down. I was like, great. I watched. And then the clock. I watched the Rams Browns game yesterday, which they were nice enough to stream. It was a, it was a backups game because they both clinched their divisions, so it wasn't right. a great game. But uh, it was after the two minute warning. I want to say in the first half, someone threw a ball into the end zone and it was ruled incomplete. They said he was out of bounds, and. Then the game did an automatic review because it was after the two-minute warning, and it overturned the call, but it didn't award any points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How weird. Yeah. So just to get back to what I was saying, because I lost sorry, the plot. Um, I was 10. No, it's fine. I forgot what I was talking about. But suddenly I'm 10 and 4. Uh, I have two games left. And now I'm like in a panic because I thought I would easily beat the CPU Bears, and they've now stolen a win from me um, and made the playoffs off the back of it, which I think is impressive. Um, but now I've, I'm 10 and 4. I don't know if, if I have to win my next game or the one after that because there's just no statistical stuff. I do win my next game, which I thought was a miracle. But then I'm like, okay, have I clinched? And I'm looking around, and there's no way to see it. Then, like, I think I had clinched after that, but it still never told me. I think it might have been a situation where, like, if seven different things happened, I wouldn't have made it. Right, but how much fun would we have had if it listed those things and let us all obsess over it as a group, which we do regularly, but we're just guessing because we don't actually have anything to figure it out. Yeah, it's just so weird. Okay, here's a big question I think that's interesting for people starting franchises, which is when do you start your franchise, let's say for Madden 21? And by the way, Paris Saint-Germain just scored. It's 1-1. Bam! Take that in the face, Atalanta. I, I, I'm going to answer your question, but I want to – at some point we went on a tangent and we skipped over uh, how to assign teams, which was brought up. Oh, right. But yeah. let's, let's do this Sorry. and just remember that Terrible for later. Um, as far as when to start, I would say back on 360, we would generally wait for the first title update. And now it seems like not – enough changes about franchise mode specifically to wait for that um right. they used to make a huge change to literally the franchise 
when we waited for that. They, I mean, it wasn't just a roster update that would change and make for a better starting roster, uh, but also like huge gameplay things that if you started your franchise before they did their title update, you wouldn't get the improvements is the crazy thing. <sighs> There's so madness. There's so much madness. So, by the way, Pelo Sancho Man just scored again. Eric Maxim Chupomoteng scored at the 93rd minute. It's now two to one. That is crazy. I feel bad for Atalanta because they're super underdogs, but suck it. Um, yeah, that's uh, that is wild. So, would you say? Would you do a day and date? Would you be like day one? Let's now I am. Let's get into but it. But that that has a lot to do with us wanting to do four seasons per game. Um, right. And my want of having four seasons per game because I think four is the right number as far as played seasons to like really get attached to your guys and love what you're doing and be a GM and, you know, have meaningful change because you draft a rookie in the first season, he gets better and better. And by the fourth season, like you really see him be a stud. Um, Or if you really draft well, you might see them really make an impact early. But um, yeah, I think day and date, there's no reason to wait unless it's just like, I want a better roster update. But to be honest, if yeah. When does the roster update come? Is that usually a couple weeks later? Because they're doing the camps and everything. I think but this year, day who one knows? usually. But to be honest, I'm not that in tune with the year in year out of Madden because I wasn't playing Madden until we brought the league back this right. year. Like all of Xbox yeah, yeah. One's life cycle, I didn't. I didn't have a copy of Madden. Yeah, and now and now I'm. It's all obs- you care. Yeah, about. I'm like uh, everyone stream their games because this is the football league I care about watching. Right. I, that is another thing I would say to people is if you can jump on Twitch, it's very easy. You taught me and I've made a total meal of it, but it's very simple. And it's weird. It sounds crazy that you would ever want to watch somebody else's games. And I think, again, the pandemic played into this where I had more interest. But now that I've done it, I'll like just sort of flick it on in the background, right. like have it on my iPad Make while some I'm doing something else. And put on a Madden game. Yeah. It's pretty great. Like, and. You know, my big fear about streaming was that people would be able to scout me and then they were going to have an an advantage over me. But now I'm actually going to be watching a Texans game before I play them because I'm going to scout them. So and because I I know I'm scoutable, I I actually have strategies that I'm going to use that I'm not going to use or I didn't use to win my last two games because I didn't think I would need them. But I I like Like have a thought like an NFL coach, like, you know, I'm going to roll out to the right. Or am I? Probably. Probably. But, you know, like I've (laughs) thought about like what are my tendencies and what am I going to do in a big game? And that really actually has evolved into a more interesting thing for me. And and I often mix up my, you know, man versus zone stuff or whatever. But now I'm even thinking about that in terms of the bigger games. I noticed I start games with a running play nine out of ten times. So I started calling screen passes expecting blitzes. Um, There's also at least one person in the league who thought exactly like you, Todd. I was trying to convince everyone who was capable to start streaming, and he said, "No, I don't want to be scouted." <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's a real thing, and like now, I, I have Patrick Mahomes. I used to have Tyreek Hill, but he broke his leg. Like, I, I don't know if I've told you this in our chats, but right when I pass the ball to him, I go, "Oh man, he's gonna get hurt," and he got hurt on that play. And then I just lost my superstar running back, um, so I'm limping into the playoffs. But I still feel like I can beat. I can win. I, I should be able to beat the Texans. Um, we'll wrap this up in a minute, but I do want to talk about uh, team selection because you brought that right. up. And so I think we did like a pick your top three teams thing once. We also had a there's sort of key columns. It's like your favorite team. There's another one. It was like you want to be in division with mm-hmm. people that you care about. Um, maybe the, those are the only two columns. That so matter. for twenty um, or skill level for twenty, we did random selection. And I remember you did like a big draft video. That was a lot of fun. Oh, right. Names out of a hat. That was hilarious. Um, yeah. And I think that's cool. And we Honestly. We did like a just, yeah, like I can't recommend this enough if you have enough people to make it matter. Um, uh, apparently, Saint Germain just won two to one. Um, but we did like a, <laughs> we had Chris, my friend Chris, and um, I would say our friend, but he's abandoned the league, so he, he can suck it. <laughs> but he did, he would pull a thing that said what division. Uh, and then I would pull a team randomly. So we just did like, you know, this sort of uh, World Cup style. Like, what group are you in? Okay, what team fun. are you against? I think anything outside yeah, of the game great. that adds to the interest of the league is super fun. So yeah. you have a podcast, on YouTube. awesome. 
uh, yeah. us having a website like Gamer Huddle, great. Love it. Yeah, all that stuff really emphasizes it. But I, again, I keep not talking about team selection enough or letting you talk about it. But <laughs> what have you sort of faced with people? I know that a big thing of having played, let's say, 17 seasons is that I no longer care about the team I am. Mm. And I think we've all sort of gotten used to the idea of enjoying building a team that is totally foreign to us and giving, like, putting our stamp on it. Right. I love um, losing close is, games. That's the thing that, like, yeah. this league it represents to me more than anything is if I can be bad but still have fun then there's no there's no problem um now thankfully I've become pretty good at this game so that doesn't really happen anymore but right. uh yeah. I have chosen my favorite team for next season which is the Miami Dolphins who are also rated as the poorest team in the league so <laughs> I will be nice. rebuilding immediately um, and I think that also speaks to why I think four seasons is important, why having a sim season is important, even though our league isn't doing that. Um, Wait, we're not? Is that official? Yeah. The the voice of the crowd was not in favor of it. I think we should actually, this might be a referendum situation. We might have to Brexit over this. We just, you know, maybe we just have an up or down vote. Everybody gets a shot. Well, we can, and then after if, we're done recording, maybe we can uh, bring it up in the chat again. But I think a lot of people yeah. feel like it's settled, and I don't want to lose anyone over it. So I'm on right. Team Sim, but we'll have to we'll have to see about it. Um, yeah. What I did for for our second season, I'll call it season's not the right word, but for Men 21 versus Men 20, Men 20 we did random um, with so many people returning, with so many people who left after one season but wanted to play again for Madden 21 with trying to recruit new people. What I did was I, I made a Google form. And I think I just said Google, but I meant to say Google. Uh, I made a Google form that asked for your favorite team, your second favorite choice, third favorite choice, and if there was anyone you specifically liked more than other people that you would like prefer to be in their division. And I think that last part is the most important because a lot of people pick the same teams, you know, you're, unless you're a Miami Dolphins fan, like I am, uh, a lot of teams had multiple people select them. I think there was like eight people who wanted the Seattle Seahawks as an example. Obviously that can't happen. So ha knowing who you're friends with and seeing people like, Oh, I chose Todd and Scott Bins and Scott Bins chose Todd and me. And it's like, well, none of us are going to get our favorite team, but I can definitely get them in a division together. That's that's right. huge for trying to fit people in Tetris style, um, especially as I've spent the last two months building what our our teams are going to be. People drop out, people join in, um, people join into Madden Twenty who weren't there when we started picking teams, like uh, Mark Delaney, who's become one of the most fanatical people in our league. He's absolutely loving it. He invited his brother a week ago. Uh, and I put them in the same division for next season, and thankfully that's going to work out. But, like, how cool is that, that he came, you know, week 15, 14 of Madden 20, and I can get him and his brother in the same division to butt heads? Um, or yeah. my cousin, Bram, he joined in the middle of season two of Madden 20, and now the entire NFC South for Madden 21 is him and his fraternity brothers. Is Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, they're all in the same division. They're going to yell at each other, I'm sure, and it's going to be great fun. Um, he also is in a unique situation where he was controlling the Jets, and his returning brother was also the Jets, so they were a two-owner team. Um, ah, right. So now they're yeah. going to be owning and running different teams, too, which should be interesting to watch. Well, I think that's another interesting thing, which is uh, Madden doesn't really let two people own a team, Ooh, that's, uh, which I think would be helpful. I'd really like to talk about that because I've been trying to find a GM for Rich Grisham for the last four months. Oh, wow. And yeah. Like a person to play or a person just to run the team while he plays? Rich loves the league and he loves being the coach. He has no right. time or mental energy to be a GM, and it has hamstrung him since season one. Uh, he is one of our worst examples of being cap uh, bleeped in the butt right. uh, where yeah. the computer screwed up all of his cap and he ended up changing teams because basically all right. of his players were going to leave. Um, and I think, especially in a game like Madden where they don't even call it online franchise anymore, they call it connected franchise mode, you can choose between 
being an owner, a GM, a player, like there are these other roles. If we could just allow for a team that's already selected to also have a GM select, then he would have no problem. Right now, the solution I've come up with, and it has a lot of trust built in, is if we can find him a GM, he's going to share his gamer tag with them so that they can run his team and then he can go play the games. Um, yeah. And I think that's great for a situation where like it's a father-son maybe and dad wants to play the game, right, right. kid wants to learn the game um, or something like that. could be really interesting. And because it's a video game, it should be something where it's like this is an opportunity where we can build something in that doesn't exist. Um, and unfortunately... Yeah. Whether you think it's because they, they didn't care or because they put their resources somewhere else, you know, franchise really has stayed the same. Those complaints are true. Um, I think the reasons behind them can be a little hyperbolic because if you're not in the studio and you don't see the day-to-day, it's really easy to point a finger and say, I know why this is happening. But the right. end result yeah. is someone like Rich, who is a dad, has a job, and loves playing but just doesn't have the time to put in the work to like sign free agents and make trades and be at the draft having someone else step in and be a gm is is a great opportunity for someone else who's like i don't have the time to play the games but i love being a gm and games like yeah yeah out of the park baseball prove that those exist i mean i like both but i much prefer being the gm side to playing the game side i love building my roster Here's, I guess I have two questions to close this out. One is, do you think that there, that there's a job out there for people who would actually be commissioners? To, like, if you literally... want to start uh, sending me some of that uh, Patreon money, Todd, I won't turn you down, but no. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... I feel like... I don't think groups of people... I feel like people... there should be... I feel like people should hire someone to be a commissioner and it should be us, and we should just get paid. You know, like everybody, it would have to be a league where people pay to buy in. Oh, I see what you're you saying. You know, so they, there's some skin you're in the game. You're saying a company and they hire us. that is the commissioner for many, many leagues. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, it's definitely not built into the game in a good way. Like, you'd have to participate in every league, so no. Uh, that's true. But yeah. also, that's another aspect where a lot of leagues play for money, which is something I don't agree with because I think Madden is not controlled enough as a simulation right. for money to be on the line. I think you'd see people, and probably you do, quitting constantly, having much bigger arguments than before. Um, like right. all the drama we used to have in Madden 11, Madden 12, there wasn't even anything on the line. We just all loved the, the competition so much that we were angry about it. Yeah. We were like, it was insane. We will have a reunion show at some point where we just talk about the we league. We should just invite. Which sounds like it would be boring, but it's hilarious. We should just invite people to read old emails that are like filled oh with my vitriol. God. And, and like, look the other person in the eye. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. I forgot my other question, but uh, it was about it was about the league. Was it about uh, dealing with people who have demands about what team they're assigned? No, it was... Uh, something totally oblique kind of like my question about should we be hired uh to run people's leagues oh that's what i was gonna say for anybody listening to this who's like um like oh i want to be in a madden league but i'm not good enough or i don't know enough or i don't know have enough time i think we're quite an extraordinary league because we like ultimately if you're not an asshole and you're not too good at the game we have had to retire people who are too excellent um, well, but I think they two know. Ways of I think looking at pe- too good. There's the ones who are actually too good, and then there are ones who spend all their time on YouTube looking at all the ways to take advantage of the game's AI and then abuse it. Which right. I think we've That's not as right. as I've been commissioner this year, I've slowly come from the there's no rules against being good to well actually now that I watch this guy's game film, he's running like a, a defense that ha- takes advantage of this that and the other thing, and he's got to go. Uh, Which right. is a hard position yeah. to be in for me because I'm I've been consistently really good for Madden twenty, um, so it's hard for right. me to be like that guy's too good while I go fifteen and one. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting for me because I've never been that good, and now I mean I do think Mahomes is a huge part of that, but I've also evolved as a player, and I'm just a little bit better now. Like I've relaxed, mm-hmm. I'm not tense in the same way, and every time I'm losing, I'm like. I'm going to win this game. And I think 75% of the time I have, like it's, you've had some good comebacks. I've watched most of them. 
Yeah, I, I, it's pretty interesting. Um, all right, we're going to wrap up because this has now hit the hour and something mark. But uh, real quick, Netflix Minute. Uh, I'm going to recommend people watch an American P- Pickle on HBO Max. I watched it last night. It's funny. It's dumb. It's not too long. It was written by Simon Rich. Uh, Seth Rogen has a lot of heart in it. It's just there are problems with it, you know, but ultimately it's a it's a gas. It's a romp. Uh, Jeff, what are you watching this week or what would you recommend? I'm also going to recommend American Pickle. Um, it's one of the nice. most Jewish films. And yeah. by that, I mean, like, I think it really speaks to what growing up as a casual Jew means versus someone who's very religious. Like there's a lot of tone about the importance of family and tradition. And it's not really about the religious aspects of it, but about like what keeps a family together as far as what, what makes them have in common. Um, which I probably wasn't the takeaway a lot of people had from the Seth Rogen trapped in a pickle vat movie, but no, no, I, lo- I loved it. You know what's the best part? Um, I watched it with my fiance, and um, when he fell into the pickle juice, um, the pr- the whole premise. I'm guess I'm spoiling something here because it would have spoiled it for me. But it's in the trailer. Is a guy gets trapped in pickle juice. He's pickled for a hundred years, and he comes out and he goes to hang out with his um, great grandson, I guess. And when he fell in the pe- pickle juice, and they put the lid on it, I looked at her and I go wait, are they really going to do it? Like, I was all excited that they were really, oh, they're going to pickle him and he's going to come. And she looked at me like, are you totally insane? Like, that's the movie, you dumbass. Uh, which she just, just today we were hanging out and all of a sudden she just started laughing. And I go, what, what's so funny? And she goes, I was just remembering how you didn't know that that was going to happen. And uh, that's pretty great. Um, all right, that's our show for this week. Um, we're going to be back, I believe, night, we're, this is just going to be a, a run of Madden uh, chat and Jeff, you might get dragged back under That's the okay. podcast. I have a good mic have now. Other... So it's pretty interesting. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I also it's funny before, you say that because I'm we trying go, to get a good mic on. I do yeah, want to me. shout out to the listeners. We always have room in the league, uh, and even when we don't, I love to take names down because people are always like, "Hey, I'm getting really busy. I need to drop out," or you know, "I really only had this season uh, available to me, and I'm sorry, but I have to go." So we're always looking to patch holes. We're always trying to keep to a full 32, and if you don't think you're good, frankly, that's not what this league is about. This league is not about being good. It's about having fun and getting better. So I would love to invite you in. Uh, You can follow the league's Twitter, at 4THSL, at 4THSL, where you will also get alerts to streams, and that's the best way to uh, contact me about joining the league or signing up as a standby. I'm going to say something that just hit me, which is wild. I don't think we've ever had an 0-16 team. I don't even think we've had more than – I don't even know if we've had a two-win team only. So my what I'm saying is you will win because uh, – you win a few games because people are also bad. And, you know, you get used you to it. You also get and walloped most, a few mostly, times. <laughs> you'll also get walloped. But a lot of people will help you and tell you why you got walloped. Right. I mean, when I played the Chargers and beat the Chargers, uh, after I beat them, he was like – uh, four and eight. So I was like, man, this guy's having a tough season. So I was like, oh, you should do more play action. I knew you were going to pat. I knew you were going to run. And then uh, he won like six in a row, and I had to beat him to make the playoffs. So and he's playing you know, right now um, against the Patriots. I'm watching their stream. Holy Wild shit! I got to go and watch this stream. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jeff. Peace out. Yuck, 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 yuck.